people and welcome back to those bald chicks your favorite alopecia podcast i'm Kristen, and i'm here with Paige and the alopecia king himself <laughs> barry naylor who is our seventh guest on the bald pack journals welcome barry and thank you for being here go ahead and introduce yourself and explain what type of hair loss you have and your awesome new instagram page I'm the alopecia team. My name is Barry. Thanks for welcoming here. I'm, I'm glad to be here and introducing what I've been working on. I have alopecia aerata. I don't really know in depth what I exactly have, but yeah, that's the standard. I am working on this page called Alopecia King. It's basically directed to promote conquering your inner saboteur, basically, like just loving yourself inside and out. Basically, I'm creating an NFT that's like connected to this page that I'm creating as well that's promoting self-help and then promoting the NFT on top of it. Yeah, that's a summary. Yeah, we can get into it later. <laughs> <laughs> also, with the page, I'm only, the NFT is going to be a person backside. Why I chose that is because I think the statement that person is talking about how my back is really like what I went through. It's basically when I used to walk in school with alopecia, I always was wondering if somebody looking behind my back, you know, is somebody talking behind my back or someone looking at my head, pointing it out. So I'm trying to take that statement and bring it into light as something positive. That's what I'm doing with my page. That's so cool. (laughs) I absolutely love that. That's awesome. We were just talking about how the alopecia community, there's a lot of women and we don't see many guys that talk about their alopecia. It's kind of few and far between when we find men in the space and we want to invite like everyone involved with alopecia because we want everybody's perspective. So when we found you, we were like, oh my God, we have to have him on. (laughs) Yeah, we were so excited. (laughs) So with your journey, what made you start advocating and spreading awareness for alopecia? I actually have been doing COVID. Actually a little bit before COVID. So I was on the journey of loving myself because I think with my alopecia, it kind of flares up when something traumatic happens in my life. It kind of like would flare up and it would increase in my hair loss. During the time, I got a promotion at a job and I had to leave my old job for it which it was I was working at Target and I had to get a promotion to another Target so like I had all my friends and loved ones at this Target so when I left I felt like it was a disconnect my mood changed and everything changed and I see my hair actually falling out even more so I jumped in a relationship and when I jumped in the relationship I had already had problems with like self-love so it kind of like fell to him and made gave him so much baggage and it just put me on a train like after a year of dealing with all of that negativity I was just like I need to start loving myself so in 2021 I just was just like reading books I was like I'm going to figure a way to love myself in so many ways I was in college I'm a computer science major but I graduated um, this summer but like I didn't want it to affect my food work and my grades and my GPA so I was trying to just figure out what can I do to figure out how to love myself 
I was just going through different things. And she made a separate Instagram, a different Instagram besides LP15. And I would just post content, you know, embracing myself, loving myself, made myself feel better after like days of recording and going back to it and like looking at the video. And I just figure out in my mind that if I see my own videos and I see my own content on my page and it makes me feel better, what about if I post this on a different platform and allow other people to see it, and then they probably could feel better too. And also, I'm a software engineer, so coding, and then I'm a good at, I'm like really good with visual drawing. So I was like, why not create this space that no one else is doing? No one is thinking about creating NFTs directed to alopecia awareness. Right, so I feel absolutely. like, you know, that would just be a great outlook. <laughs> that is such a different take on alopecia too. And we love to see that. I love seeing different ways on how people are advocating for it and spreading awareness about it because I feel like every avenue needs to be touched and needs to be used. So yours is just completely different. And I love that you are utilizing it. That's so awesome. So during, I know you said that you got alopecia when you were young, right? So Along your journey, what were the best resources of people that have helped you along that journey of hair loss? To be honest, um, I had it when I was young and my father actually had it. And he passed away before I was born. So I really didn't have someone that can like relate to me. And I never had like an outlook, not outlook, a place where I can go for that comfort. And my mother really was working a lot and people around me really didn't understand it so they would not say the best words so like even my I dealt with like bullying throughout my childhood from my brother and sister so I never had a place that I could just go to for you know that like compassion that empathy of like hey you going through this but I understand I, well, I don't understand what you're going through but I can sympathize with you I can understand it I can be there for you I really right. didn't have none of that you know, what's, what's interesting with you saying that too is you're not the first one that has told us that, right? So there has been a lot of people that we have talked to, whether it was on the podcast or outside of the podcast that has said the same. And I think it's so important for all of us to start pushing to advocate more because it'll teach people how to interact with people with hair loss, you know, and help people realize what they need to say and and how they can be a good support system for people that have hair loss. So I'm so sorry that you did not have that and you are also not alone. So I'm I'm happy that you're talking about it too because it it kind of opens up a door for people that have not had that and they can feel not alone in that sense. And I think that's also important for all of us to talk about and to reach out to each other because it's tough when you don't have a solid support system, you know? Yes, it is. It's really tough. And also, like, when she was saying that no one has other people saying the same thing, it's great that y'all are doing this because the alopecia community is women-driven, but it's still a small community. Like, I don't think it's a huge community of people talking about it. So, like, y'all bringing more awareness with this podcast is just, I think, if I had this podcast when I was a kid, just listening to y'all would definitely bring that excitement or more love in my life. You know, I wish there was something like this back then. That know? makes me so happy. And honestly, that is the exact reason why we did this. Because, you know, when I lost mine at 13, I didn't have any type of support system. I didn't, I didn't have like anything. Like I know my parents were there for me. 
but that only goes so far. If I would have known there was more like me out there, it would have been a little bit easier on me to be able to ask questions to certain people about like, what did you experience when you went through this? And even now, like meeting all the alopecia community has just been life-changing for me. Like, I mean, I met Paige during it and she's, she's just been amazing. So I think what we're all trying to accomplish here is something that's going to benefit the entire alopecia community and hopefully everybody's lives in general. Yeah, I agree. I think one of the biggest things that we have all, whether people that are listening or, you know, us talking about it on here have gotten from this podcast is meeting new people and being able to reach out to new people on social media when it comes to when you want to talk about the bad days, when you want to talk about stuff that, you know, hurt you, or you woke up one day and you were like, oh my God, damn this alopecia, you know, like not every day is perfect. Not every day you're going to love it. So I think it's really important to just keep talking about it. And I know there's going to be people that are going to be like, why are you guys still talking about hair loss? And it's like, because it's not normalized yet. (laughs) So yeah. So also when it comes to your journey, what was the hardest hurdle for you to jump when it came to your hair loss? I think with me, the hardest hurdle was actually growing it back and then losing it again and then growing it back and then losing it again it's like a roller coaster of feelings because how you like one minute I feel like oh my goodness I'm getting my hair back and then it's nuts I'm like oh I'm back in the situation yeah it's Um, like that hope that comes back and you're like oh my goodness I actually like this is happening for me and then all of a sudden it's like you get placed on a high and then you're taken right back down to the lowest of lows. So absolutely. I was going to say, you know, like with Ariada too, I literally just, <laughs> I was just putting on a wig right before this call. And I saw that on my sideburns, I have a new patch that's coming in and I've never had a patch there before. So I'm like, oh, here we go again. This is just ever changing. It never stops changing. So it's bittersweet almost too, because it's like, I'm to a point where I'm like, oh, I have alopecia. I'll probably have this for the rest of my life. And then the other half is like, uh, well, I don't really want this for the rest of my life. So I feel like it's just, yeah, it's crazy. So when it came to life in general, it doesn't even have to be hair loss. What lesson took you the longest to learn? Realizing that just like you was just saying how I'm basically going to live this for my rest of my life. So like, honestly, just loving myself and walking out the house without a head on that just I feel like I accomplished that when I I basically got my confidence back and you know actually shaving all my hair off that's just like the confidence to do that and the confidence to walk out to you know go to work with no head on and just not to wear a hat because I hate wearing hats and I did that my whole life and it's just like that that's my accomplishment and that's something I am grateful for when did you start having that confidence where you were like you know what I'm not wearing half anymore I'm just gonna walk out there I would say doing my internship at the Federal Reserve of Richmond over the summer like I think that has something definitely to do with my alopecia you know it like triggers a very anxiety driven depression driven place in my mind where I like to push people away because I'm trying to protect my feelings so like Doing my internship, I actually cut my internship short. It was a virtual job and I cut it short just because 
I found myself always like nitpicking what I do or like when I see other like candidates that's part of the internship speaking a different type of way, like even this alopecia trickles down to my like anxiety. So like when I see other people talking a certain type of way or acting a certain type of way, I felt like I want to be that, you know, just like when I see somebody with like longer hair or a fro, I want that. So like doing that, I had to cut my internship short because I found myself losing myself and falling deeper in a whole way of depression. So I took that time for that internship. I actually took a, a leave of absence at my job, Target. So I decided to go back to Target after a few weeks. But I took three weeks just for myself. And during the three weeks, I read like a book that's supposed to help you stop overthinking because I felt like I fall victim to overthinking things too due to probably my childhood with alopecia. So I just was reading a book and I stopped putting sticky notes around my room. And this was the time I made that Instagram too. So like, I just got the courage just to go to work. Cause most of the time that's the only place I would go. I would just go to work at home. And I feel like if I can walk into this job with no hat on, I can build my confidence up. So I just did it. Like, I feel like sometimes to learn, you got to put yourself in uncomfortable situations. So I just did it. And after that, I just never wore a hat again into that job. But I was like, this is not bad. I can still love myself and not wear a hat. And, and then I just seen a light. I think when I did that, it was just a, a light in my mind that said, wait a minute, I actually look cute bald-headed. I look cute with these patches. I, I like this. I look cute. I look different. I look different. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> caught yourself in the mirror and you're like, damn, I look good. Right. Like that is, that is an awesome feeling. Oh, absolutely. I feel like that is the end goal, you know, like that's the goal that a lot of people, you know, when I first got diagnosed with hair loss, I never knew that I was going to be able to look at myself in the mirror and go, damn, I look good. Like I look really good without hair. And that is the point of acceptance that so many people are searching for. And to just hear how, how you said, you know what, fuck it. I'm going into work. I'm throwing off the the hat. I'm just going to walk in there and be myself is incredible. Yes, it is. I I am so darn proud of you for doing that. That's that's amazing. And you know, it's funny while you were talking, you were saying how it like stems back to your childhood. And actually like the last couple of days, I've been really thinking I have this friend and they're not being a really good friend to me. And I'm like, why am I holding on to a friendship that isn't like the best thing for me? And it makes me upset. And then I was like, oh yeah, because I had friends back in the day that left me due to my alopecia. So maybe the fact of having people leave my life is a trigger that takes me back there. And it's more like a fear response. And I'm like, okay, so I keep shitty people in my life just because (laughs) I had this trauma back when I was a kid. So it's really funny that you should mention that. And that's something that like, I really need to dive into myself and realize it's okay to let go of certain relationships in your life, especially if they're not serving your greatest purpose. So let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Let go of certain people too. <laughs> I'm still on this journey. Yes. I feel yeah. love myself, but I'm still on this journey. I feel like I'm going to be on this journey for a long time. Me I think too. it's a whole lifetime. My God. There's so <laughs> many really lessons is. I got to learn. There's so many levels with hair loss too, because it's like people see hair loss as just hair loss. And it's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, no, Mm-mm. there is a lot of levels to hair loss that you don't realize. So yeah, it's definitely a lifelong journey. That is for sure. Yeah. So 
going back to our questions, what's your biggest fear and your biggest motivator in life? I would say it has to be my mother is the biggest motivation in my life right now, just due to the fact that sometimes I feel like that's the only place I have. My mother definitely over the years gotten better with like confessing her love for me and like understanding what certain things she did in the past to bother me now. But now since we healed that wound, I just feel like she's definitely the light of my life. And that's just my motivation to keep me going. And also, what was the second part? Of biggest that fear. Question? Biggest fear. Oof. I think right now is being alone and being, and also losing people around me because I still have my, I only lost my father, but everybody else, like my brothers and sisters, my aunts I grew up with, everybody around me, I actually have around me. I haven't dealt with losing someone yet. So I feel like death is definitely my biggest fear. That's one of my biggest fears too, is losing the people I love. I haven't lost anybody super, super close to me in quite a while. And I know that that is just too close for comfort. And just to think about it too, as I age, everybody around me ages. So that's definitely a a scary thing for me to think about as well. Honestly, I was just thinking about, I'm 33 and my mom is like 64 now. And I'm like, oh my God, how, no, there's no way. There's no way she's like pretty much at the age of retirement. I can't, I can't deal with this. I I think what's really crazy is seeing your parents age. Right. I just started to notice my mom and dad aging a bit. And I'm like, oh no, I don't like this. (laughs) Yeah. Like this is, this is not something I, I want to pay attention to. Or... Pause time. Pause. Pause. Yeah, pause Why won't you please? Pause. The older I get, I look more like my mom and I just mm-hmm. know that that's just time flying by and I'm like, oh no, slow it down a bit. Right. Gosh. But 63 is the new young. I don't know. 63 is not at old anymore. In this hey, hey I like to hear that. <laughs> I am a big fan of hearing that. If you're saying that, then I think you're still young. Yes, your parents are still young. They can make it to her. That's four more, 40 more years. There we go. Yeah, I'm going to forever think that. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're like one of the few men that we have had on our podcast, do you think that there's any difference of your hair loss journey compared to women? Or do you feel like it's harder to find some support because there's less men that have dealt with it or talk about it on social media? I would start, when it comes to men, men like to, like women likes to hide in things, but men actually like close off. They don't want to share. They don't want to talk about the subject. And I, that, that's why I think it's really not like heavy in the community right now that men stepping up, talking about their alopecia because it's like, let's no, I don't want to talk about this. Cause I actually have a best friend that's boyfriend dealing with alopecia as well, but he's never going to post like anything online about it. But I think women actually deals with it because, you know, my first post on Instagram says something about opinions. Sometimes when it comes to women, people put like hair for women on a pedestal and be like, women has to have long hair. Women have to have this. So it sometimes can be like draining for a woman. So I, I definitely understand that. And with me, I feel like I feel victim to that too, because I looked at, uh, growing up, I looked up at a lot of women in my life. And I looked more to the women's side, maybe because I just looked up to my mother because I didn't have a father. So I looked up to my mother. So I looked up these beautiful women with this hair. So like when my hair wasn't the best, I looked at them and be like, okay, 
maybe I'm ugly, maybe I'm this. So that's why I feel like I'm more open with myself when it comes to like expressing my hair. But I understand, yeah, men, I don't know. I don't know if it's ever going to change in a community of men. It just, men right. have to just be more in touch with their, their inner love. I think yeah. men just don't want to talk about the sister stuff. They just, they want to hide all of it. They want to be very controlling of the narrative about themselves. So they don't want to put anything out in the universe that's going to backfire on them. So. Yes. Absolutely. I completely agree. I just think it's so hard for us to because we want more than just us talking about it. You know, that's why these guest episodes are so important. We want more people to talk to. We want every type of hair loss, every type of person to talk about it because we know there's so many differences of different types and different people. And, you know, like we have learned so much from all the different guests we've had about how it was for them growing up not having support systems or dealing with other stuff at the time, or it's just so important because it kind of just shows the fact I remember growing up and my parents would always say certain things like everybody has their stuff. Like, don't think that a family is perfect. Don't compare yourself to another person because they're probably going through stuff too. And not everybody wears their stuff on their sleeves. Some people like to talk about all of, you know, the stuff that they've gone through in life. And it's therapeutic when you talk about it, but some people don't. And I feel like this podcast and the social media community in general is trying to open up all of that to everybody. Like, hey, share your feelings here. Talk about it here because you have a whole community standing behind you that's going to support you and uplift you. So you know, if you have one person from like this type of hair loss, so like, you know, you're coming on as a male perspective, if any males out there are listening or find this, maybe they're going to have the confidence, like maybe you're going to give them the confidence to be able to speak about it themselves. And it, you know, it's just amazing that we can maybe reach these people and maybe do that. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. I absolutely agree. So our favorite question to ask every guest that comes on our podcast is this last question. What is one piece of advice that you would want to give someone new to hair loss or possibly regressing right now in their hair loss? I want to say embrace it, but I know that if I put myself in their situation, it's hard to embrace it right there and there. But I would just say be patient with yourself. Understand that it will get better mentally and just take it day by day. Do not think about the future. Do not think about the past keep your mind in the present because when you try to wander off thinking that this is going to get worse or what happened to me to get to this point you're going to get into that cycle of just overthinking every little thing that's going on in your life so i would just say stay in the present be patient and eventually it will get better Wow. Thank you for that. Because honestly, I needed that reminder today. I've been overthinking a lot of stuff lately and I'm like, well, why haven't you done this? And why haven't you done that? And it's like, okay, wait a second, be patient with yourself. So that's huge. I I felt that. It's so hard not to think about tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like it's really hard for me to just think about what's happening right now. I'm always thinking about, oh, okay, what can I do tomorrow? Or in three hours or what can I do or get done by this time? And I never really soak in the present. Enjoy or soak in. Yeah. And I want to be able to enjoy it more and wasted a lot of years of my life 
letting alopecia and my hair loss control me and ruin things for me and me skipping out on things and not doing things because of my hair loss. And I think I definitely want to take a step forward more than taking a step back. So I absolutely loved your advice there. That made me think about a lot of stuff. Right, right. I was just like, I wish you could have seen my face during this because I was just like, it's almost like pondering wonderment. That's very intelligent advice. I totally agree. Helping y'all, I'm just, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like when we found you too we were like oh my god your whole message behind your new instagram profile is everything i cannot wait to see what you do with that and your and what you plan to do with that page because i know it's going to help so many people and it's just gonna let people learn more from a different perspective and i think that's so important we when you're it. famous, don't forget about us. Okay. Oh, I won't. I'm going to come back every week. We're going to make this uh, every three month situation. So, yes, I, you know, absolutely. Yes. I absolutely love that. <laughs> so we are so happy that you are here. We thank you for being here. It's been incredible. Learning about you has been truly incredible. I'm just so happy. These guest episodes make me just so happy. I know. They, they like really, truly fill my cup. Like, yeah. you know, mm. sometimes when you can be having like just a you know, shitty day. And then we jump on these guest episodes and it's just like, oh, feels so wonderful. Yep. I totally agree. Um, y'all definitely have another listener though. Is this like an everyday thing? Is this Monday through Friday? So we record these episodes and we drop them bi-weekly. Right now you are the seventh guest, I believe. Yeah. The seventh yep. guest. And we just dropped the first one last week. So, so yeah, yours, yours will be May 12th. Yes, but yeah, it's bi-weekly and yeah, we just, we have so many plans for the future for this. All right, before we end, I'm going to give you a little chick bit that we do each time. So when you can't sleep on your first night in a new place, your brain is trying to protect you. Many animals sleep with only half their brain while the other half stays alert to possible dangers. It's called the first night effect in humans because our bodies put us in a strange half asleep, half awake state the first time we sleep in an unfamiliar environment. Have either of you two experienced this? Yeah, sleepovers for sure. Right? Yeah, like honestly, I don't think I've ever had a good night's sleep at somebody else's house, <laughs> to be quite honest. Even on vacation, I can't really think of a time that sleep. I slept really well. Yeah. But you know the drill, guys. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at thosebulbchicks at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. All of the links to everything you need is in our direct me, which you can find in the episode description. Thank you so much, Barry, for being here. We are so happy that you introduced yourself and you went over your whole journey with Alopecia and you can find him at Alopecia King, which he's going to be doing so many things and we're so excited. Until next time, guys, bald peck out.